Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. Well, I got to tell you what, this sounds like a president of the United States who isn't going anywhere, and rightfully so. This is absolutely fantastic what I have in front of my eyes here, and I'm going to read through a part of this, and I'm going to uh, have the entire PDF link in the description of the podcast, and that will be the only thing in the description of the podcast so that it's right at the top line. The 1776 report has been released. It's the President's Advisory 1776 Commission. It's dated January 2021. And I got to tell you, this is a 20-page document that includes the Declaration of Independence, Faith in America's Principles, Created Equal or Identity Politics, Question Mark, and Teaching Americans About Their Country. So it's a total of a 34-page document including the appendices, but this is glorious. This is a beautiful, beautiful document. Every school teacher should download this document and have a copy of it in their classrooms. Every homeschooler should should download this document, print it off in color, and and read it to their children. This This is amazing. It's a beautiful document, and it's filled with excellent, excellent history. Uh, very well done. Very well put together, 100%. It has an introduction, the meaning of the Declaration, a constitution of principles, challenges to America's principles, which include slavery, progressivism, fascism, communism, racism, and identity politics. Part 5 is the task of national renewal, which includes the role of the family, teaching America a scholarship of freedom, the American mind, reverence for the laws, and then the conclusion. And then again, the appendices. This is a, this is a glorious document. This is absolutely beautiful. Uh, again, starts off with the introduction. I'm just going to read through this here and kind of skim through it. Again, it's, uh, it's lengthy, but I'm just going to read through a few paragraphs here. So here we go. Uh, The introduction, in the course of human events, there have always been those who deny or reject human freedom, but Americans will never falter in defending the fundamental truths of human liberty proclaimed on July 4th, 1776. We will, we must always hold these truths. The declared purpose of the President's Advisory 1776 Commission is to, quote, enable a rising generation to understand the history and principles of the founding of the United States in 1776 and to strive to form a more perfect union, unquote. This requires a restoration of American education, which can only be grounded on a history of those principles that is accurate, honest, unifying, inspiring, and ennobling. And a rediscovery of our shared identity rooted in our founding principles is the path to a renewed American unity and a confident American future. Again, a great deal of quotes here. A Constitution and Principles, Frederick Douglass. Great stuff. I want to read this part too rather quickly, although I'm going to select just a few sections of it. There's section four here titled Challenges to America's Principles. The first is slavery. There's a section here, a particular paragraph, and this is accurate, and this is, this is well worth mentioning. It says, quote, Thomas Jefferson also held slaves and yet included in his original draft of the Declaration a strong condemnation of slavery, which was removed at the insistence of certain slaveholding delegates. Inscribed in the marble at his memorial in Washington, D.C., 
is Jefferson's foreboding reference to the injustice of slavery. Quote, I trembled for my country when I reflect that God is just, that his justice cannot sleep forever, unquote. Something else about Thomas Jefferson, which is worth noting, is that before 1776, far before it actually, when he was a young man and he was, um, he was a, a, a local legislator, he put forth legislation seeking to abolish slavery completely. It went up for vote in Virginia and didn't pass. Why didn't it pass? Why did the majority of people vote for slavery? That's because the entire place was still owned by the King of England, and the King of England owned slaves, as did England. So that was the entire purpose of that. So that's why he lost that vote. So all of this stuff about he's a racist, no, that's not true. It had nothing to do with that. He knew that all individuals should be able to vote, and all individuals should have the exact same rights, and that was the entire point of not only the Declaration of Independence, but that's why it says, we the people, in big bold letters at the top of the Constitution. That was the entire purpose. So it continues, and it continues down to a section titled Progressivism. And I'd like to read this, because this is going to get interesting. It says, quote, in the, in the decades that followed the Civil War in response to the Industrial Revolution and the expansion of urban society, many American elites adopted a series of ideas to address these changes called progressivism. Although not all of one piece, and not without its practical merits, the political thought of progressivism held that the times that moved far beyond the founding era and that the contemporary society was too complex any longer to be governed by principles formulated in the 18th century. To use a contemporary analogy, positive good, quote-unquote, and specifically to prevent lawful majorities from stopping the spread of slavery into federal territories where it did not yet exist. In this way, our, fa our fathers originally left the slavery question, the institution was in the course of ultimate extinction, and the public mind rested in the belief that progressives believed that America's original quote-unquote software, the founding documents, were no longer capable of operating America's vastly more complex quote-unquote hardware, the advanced industrial society that had emerged since the founding. I mean, this is, this is just an amazing document. Okay, it continues, quote, More significantly, the progressives held that the truths were not permanent, but only relative to their time. They rejected the self-evident truth of the declaration that all men are created equal and are endowed equally either by, the nature or, either by nature or by God with unchanging rights. As one prominent progressive historian wrote in 1922, quote, to ask whether the natural rights philosophy of the Declaration of Independence is true or false is essentially a meaningless question, unquote. Instead, progressives believed there were only groups, group rights that are constantly redefined and changed with the times. Indeed, society has the power and obligation not only to define and grant new rights, but also to take old rights away as the country develops. Wow. Sound familiar? Yep. Quote, based on the false understanding of rights, the progressives designed a new system of government. Instead of securing fundamental rights grounded in nature, government operating 
under a new theory of the living, quote-unquote, constitution, should constantly evolve to secure evolving rights. In order to keep up with these changes, government would be run more and more by credentialed managers who would direct society through rules and regulations that mold to the currents of the time. Before he became president of the United States, Woodrow Wilson laid out this new system whereby, quote, the functions of government are in a very real sense independent of legislation and even constitutions, unquote, meaning that this new view of government would operate independent of the people. Far from creating an omniscient body of civil servants led only by pragmatism or science, quote-unquote, through, progressives instead created what amounts to a fourth branch of government called at times the bureaucracy or the administrative state. This shadow government never faces elections and today operates largely without checks and balances. The founders always opposed government unaccountable to the people and without constitutional restraint, yet it continues to grow around us. I've got to tell you, this document right here is, is, everybody has to read this. Every American has to read this entire document because this is the playbook. This is why we are about to do what we are about to do as a country, as I said in the last episode, with what's happening here and what's going on. Everybody has to read this document. This is amazing. It covers fascism, communism, Racism and identity politics, uh, the task of the national renewal, again, the role of the family, teaching America. This is just beautiful. The role of the family, quote, By their very nature, families are the first educators, teaching children how to teach, treat others with respect, make wise decisions, exercise patience, think for themselves, and steadfastly guard their God-given liberties. It is, it is good mothers and fathers above all others who form good people and good citizens. Wow. I'll tell you what. The left is going to hate that paragraph. <laughs> yes. The left is going to hate that paragraph because that paragraph is beautiful. Whoever wrote that, you have, you have my utmost respect. That Paragraph, ladies and gentlemen, is the purpose of the po of the podcast. But this is beautiful. That that paragraph is beautiful. I'm going to read it again. Quote: By their very nature, families are the first educators, teaching children how to treat others with respect, make wise decisions, exercise patience, think for themselves, and steadfastly guard their God-given liberties. It is good mothers and fathers above all others who form good people and good citizens. Excellent. Next paragraph. This is why Americans' founding fathers often echoed the great Roman statesman Cicero in referring to the family as the seminary of the republic. They understood that the habits and morals shaped in the home determine the character of our communities and the ultimate fate of our country. When children see their mother and father hard at work, they learn the dignity of labor and the reward of self-discipline. When adults speak out against dangerous doctrines and th that threaten our freedoms and values, children learn the time-tested concept of free expression 
and the courageous spirit of American independence. When, pa when parents serve a neighbor in need, they model charity and prove that every American being has an inherent worth. And when families pray together, they acknowledge together the providence of the Almighty God who gave them their sacred liberty. For the American Republic to endure, families must remain strong and reclaim their duty to raise up morally responsible citizens who love America and embrace the gifts and responsibilities of freedom and self-government. I'll tell you what, I'm going to let the rest sit where it sits. I'm gonna, you, you've got to read this. You have to download this PDF. You have to read the entire thing. I'm not going to read the conclusion out loud. I want you to go and read it. It's very inspirational. Um, it's remarkable. It's a remarkable document. And every history teacher should have this, and they should print it out for all of their students. Wow. This is, it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful document. So this is, this is well-constructed. This is a serious document. And this does not sound like a president of the United States that's quitting. This does not sound like someone who is going away. Um, I have a feeling that there's a great deal of things that we have to look forward to in this nation, and this is certainly one of them. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Don't forget to check out AmericanEducationFM.com, where you can make a small donation or even email us and be a guest on the podcast. Until next time, never stop learning, never stop reading, and never stop unlearning. Thanks for listening, and God bless.